0: walk into a McWinter Kings, a chain of family-adjacent restaurants. They are as widespread as they are identical. Even in the smallest of towns with the quietest of townsfolk, you'll be greeted by the faint glow of that blue neon sign with the signature blood-red crescent moon sea just off-center. With so many convenient locations across the globe, you would assume that McWinter Kings was the undisputed top dog in the fast food service industry. And yet, you've never seen a commercial, a billboard, an advertisement of any kind. In fact, you sometimes forget what a McWinder King's restaurant looks like, or how the food tastes, or if you've ever been to one before in your life. You may even struggle to picture McWinder King's in your mind at all. But just when the idea has almost faded, just when the name McWinder King's finally begins to loosen its grip on your tongue's tip, You feel the cool blue of neon on your neck and the sharp burn of the blood red crescent resting just off your spine. You turn around, and suddenly you are washed with the knowledge of what's for dinner. You walk into a McWinder Kings.
1: (laughs) I took a nap in a hot car. Sam walked up the street. (laughs) Sam lost his shoes. (laughs) <laughs> didn't have any money for ice cream did you not no oh that's unfortunate yeah i didn't have any cash on me huh ice Kinda cream like they person would... and i locked eyes and i just waved and then they drove away so i feel like they would they would do card and everything i don't know it would have been a great time to have ice cream Welcome, everybody, to Order 6 of You Walk to McWonderkings. Kings. Yay! If you are here because you were at a convention recently and a Batman gave you a sticker, hello, I'm Batman. If you're here because Bowtie Man handed you a sticker, hi, I'm Bowtie Man. You are Conan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> One truth I'm... <laughs> prevails, and you were Conan from Case Closed. I was dressy hair Harry Potter. <laughs> All right, no, as you call it, I, I was I was Conan Edagawa from Case Closed. Yeah, so we passed out a bunch of stickers at like convention recently, and if you're here from that, welcome. If you're not here from that, welcome back. If this is your first time here. I mean, six is a fine choice, I guess. Yeah. Maybe they're just, like, I want to see, like, what's the peak at the moment. Maybe this is, like, the true timeline to listen to it. Like someone years from now posted on Reddit that you have to start with episode six.
0: Hmm.
1: Just start with episode one. I mean, if you want to get real technical, everybody, the true order is going to be five... <laughs> no. Three, five, two, one... Four, and then this one I don't think I did that right yeah. 4 comes before 3 I know that you know, there's no true order I'm making this up welcome to you walking to the Kings, everybody indeed the tabletop RPG game from something about geek stuff Jonathan you know your goals buy food eat food leave yes we got some dice you'll roll indeed but first we also have a a special thanks that we we do yes cool from who Bats baths Bats baths that's the bath bomb we used for the intro oh yeah that thing smelled like dr pepper and i don't remember why they gave it to me (laughs) good gosh but we want to thank them (laughs) yeah totally those guys are cool yeah okay jonathan are you ready for this week's prompt yes all right here we go you walk into a mcwender kings the doors slide closed behind you with a smooth gliding swoosh the crew of the starship mcwender kings are hard at work at their designated stations working together to keep their travel through the stars smooth and efficient the walls are metallic paneling covered in blinking lights and screens giving varying readouts and data the wall opposite the counter is an entirely glass windscreen and as you look out, the unending void of space stares back at you, dotted only with distant stars and littered with the occasional asteroid or other space debris. On the left side, you see a flight station, a control panel at which the pilot of the ship is laser-focused on the various dials and outputs before them. Opposite the pilot on the right is what looks to be a pod of a smaller ship, where you would traditionally find the alternate exit to a McWonder King's building. The offshoot dining area is closed off by a door, which reads Medical Bay, and in the center of the restaurant, which is square F5, is an empty large silver captain chair, with a black and purple blazer with various uniform decoration hung over the back
0: corner. What
1: would you like to do?
0: Did you come? Okay. I'd
1: like to go to the counter. Alright, you walk up to the counter, looking around you see various different metallic chrome covered kitchen appliances, the use of which you're not entirely familiar with, and several different pods of purple and blue color stacked neatly around the perimeter.
0: Can I
1: yell into the kitchen? What are you going to yell? Hello! Is is there anyone here to take my order? There's no response coming from the kitchen. Ah. Okay. Can you get, give me the description of everything one more time? Sure.
0: Okay. So, looks
1: like I'm going to go to that captain's chair. Alright, you walk up to the captain's chair. It seems to be on a swivel to where it can have a 360 look around the cabin. And sitting on it, once again, is this blazer that, as you look closer at it, has shoulder pads on either side, a deep purple color. And black piping around the edges. So, I'm going to throw on the uniform. You throw on the blazer. The clang of the medals of various honors and accomplishment jangle as you put them on. And it seems to fit well. Hmm. You're wearing a space captain's uniform. Does, is there a name tag on it or anything? No. Okay. All right. Does have a cool skull inside? Cool skull. Yeah. On the side, there's a little patch. That's cool. Gotcha. Hmm. This looks cool. You think it might just be there for flavor? Okay. Doesn't seem to hold any sort of militaristic importance. All right. So, let's investigate the medical bay. As you begin to walk towards the medical bay, you hear a door open from the kitchen. Ah. Excuse me. Yes. I believe you're wearing my coat. A man stands before you. A 6'2 humanoid person. He has a very stern but calm look on his face. He has light brown hair and green eyes. He stands with the confident posture of a space captain. Ah. Is there something I can help you with, traveler? Yes, food. Ah. You must have come from the last planet we visit. Last planet? Let me introduce myself. My name is Captain James Redcrest, and you are now a passenger aboard my ship. He extends his hand. Okay. As you call it, I'll shake it. You shake his hand, which is wearing black gloves, and you notice that he is wearing a uniform... Matching the jacket. Black pants, purple shirt, with the McWonder Kings logo over the left pocket. Okay. So you must have snuck aboard during our last excursion down to the most recent planet we explored. Uh, are there repercussions to that? (laughs) Don't worry. You're on a McWender King space vessel. We'll get you home safely. Somehow that sentence doesn't give me great care. But, yeah, so, did you call it, can, can I get something to eat before I go, or? Well, I don't know about all that. We don't run a hotel here. But I'll tell you what we can do. We're yeah. on our way to the most recent planet that we're meant to explore. And once we're done there, we can loop back around and drop you off on your homeworld. How does that sound? Okay, sure. That sounds like a thing. Ha <laughs> excellent. Why don't you go have a talk with my pilot and let her know what's going on? She should be over at her pilot station.
0: Where the
1: heck is pilot station? Left side of the giant windshield. Okay. Look at your map. I, I, it's going to be the the B-C-1-2 area i'm gonna edit all this out i i couldn't but that was a legitimate question but sure (laughs) but yeah let's head over there then (laughs) all right you walk over to the pilot station a complex series of dials buttons knobs and handles all are spread out before you all blinking all seemingly important you Ah. see pink translucent hands work in a rhythm and a frenzy as the pilot keeps the ship under control, pressing the right corresponding buttons, turning dials, seemingly playing the ship as if it were an instrument. Yo, you ever play Simon? Oh, oh, hi. I'm sorry. You you startled me. Oh, so you're the traveler that the pilot was speaking to Uh, okay why was no one here when i asked for help but sure yeah (laughs) i mean we all heard you call we just figured you'd come talk to us at one point fair enough (laughs) but yeah I'm, i'm the traveler greetings traveler i'm angeline harper she extends a gel tentacle towards you it forms the shape of a hand interesting i'll shake your hand shake your hand so the captain was telling you something about a round trip indeed are you needing to be dropped off i keep on telling people i need food but no one seems to the, the mind and just assume that i need to be dropped off well once we drop you off at your home planet i'm sure there'll be plenty of food and resources for you there I feel like there's just assumptions going wrong, going on, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, but- we should be arriving at this new planet any time now. Once we get there, we'll be able to handle our mission. If you'd like to assist us, I'm sure the captain would greatly appreciate it. Okay. As you call it, what can I do to assist? Well... I'm not designated with giving task. I would go back and talk to the captain and see if there's anything that he could use assistance with on this mission. Ah. (laughs) Okay, back to the captain. As you're walking back to the captain, the captain is in a conversation with a frog-like man who stands with a slouched posture that you realize is more to his his amphibious nature than it is any sort of lack of confidence. The two men are speaking in... Hush tones, not in secret, but out of respect to the small space in which they occupy. Hmm. I, I guess talking quietly is a a thing that is done here. Maybe I broke that. Uh, did you call it I don't I don't wanna say frogman, because I feel like that might be derogatory. Hey Did you call it a being of existence greetings strange way to greet a person huh. so you want... some people don't go by a person hmm. you could just be an entity i want to be be courteous well typically people ask other people's names and introduce themselves i'll show you how <laughs> my name's Ralak fowl it's a pleasure to meet you relak fowl Ralak fowl And he extends his three-fingered hands towards you. Alright. Suction cups on the ends as well as his fingers. Let's shake your hand. And your name is? You call it... Jonathan. Greetings, Jonathan. Thank you. I'm the crewman here on the Starship McWender Kings. I handle any chores or minor needs or any jobs that are necessary on deck. Ah, so, if you have any need or assistance or anything that might need attending to, please let me know. No, I'm good. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm joking. But,
1: I would like to know what I could do to help y'all. Oh, well, that'd be a, qu- that'd be a question for the captain. Hey. Captain Redcrest. <laughs> I believe that this young soul wants to help us on our mission. The captain's calm demeanor turns to a smile. <laughs> Wonderful. Now I believe it was Jonathan, correct? Yes. Do you want your blazer back? I'm I feel like I I'm just like wearing it and I I shouldn't <laughs> well, I didn't want to be rude, but it is a Starship Captain's blazer. It is kind of a honor to wear it. Uh, if you are cold or in need of it, by all means, please continue. However, if you leave the ship for whatever reason, I'd like it to stay with me. Okay. What if I just take off all the medals and stuff? I'd prefer you didn't. Those took quite a long time to put on. Really? Do they not have, like, a magnetic thing or just pens? Just pens. Ah, gosh. I know. It takes a lot of patience to be a decorated captain.
0: They don't even put it on you?
1: I mean, they do originally, but you've got to dry clean these things. Oh, yeah. You can only go on so many adventures through untamed wilderness before you've got to wash your clothes, you know? Yeah, okay. And they'll only give you one of these blazers, so. Really? I really like that coat, <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> That's completely fair. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll take take it off. All right, you take off the coat. You're holding it in your hand. What would you like to do? I'll hand it back to you. The captain takes the coat coat and calmly walks back over to his chair and drapes it over the corner where it was originally placed. I appreciate it. Now, you were asking how you could help on our mission. Yeah. How can I do that? Well, it would help if you knew what our mission was. That too. (laughs) Well, you see, we were sent on our mission as a medical... no, wrong word. As a saving force. Medical saving Im- force? Medical implies that we're treating all illnesses. When really we're here to stop one infection that's plaguing planets throughout the galaxy. It's known as planet rot. Huh. Planet rot? Yes, you see, whenever a planet hits a certain age, much like a fruit, its resources begin to curdle and it begins to rot from the inside. Ah. Huh. Typically, this takes place over millennia and goes relatively unnoticed by those inhabitants living on the planet's surface. However, recently we've noticed in this half of the galaxy that the planet rot has been spreading rather than being self-contained in a singular fruit. It's almost as if the whole bowl that is the galaxy is beginning to rot away. We've been tasked with traveling planet to planet, checking their vital signs and assuring that Each one is able to avoid the rot, and in those instances where the rot is found, we are tasked with searching the planet's surface and injecting the planet with one of these, and he holds up a purple capsule. Now, this capsule holds the cure to planet rot. We don't have many, so we can't just shoot them into planets willy-nilly. We have to make sure that we've found the source of the rot itself and place the injection inside. This should reverse the effects of the rot and allow the planet to live for, well, gosh, centuries, generations, millennia. Ooh. And follow its natural course that's opposed to falling victim to this terrible decay. Okay. So, what can I do to help with that? Well, how do you feel about going on an adventure? Uh, did you call it? Adventures sound nice. <laughs> Wonderful. It'll take some time for us to reach our next planet. I believe you've met Angeline already. Hmm. So, we do have two other crew members besides her, myself, and Rao here. So, if you'd like to make yourself familiar with them in the time that we're waiting, I'm sure that by the time we get there, we'll all be fast friends.
0: So, are, th- are they kind
1: of, like, important ones? Or is it just, like, is, is one, like, what's that unlikable guy in the Archie group? I don't follow your metaphor but I'd like to think that all of my crew like all living beings are important as you say. Uh oh, I'm not I'm not saying no one's like unimportant. I'm saying like is it someone someone just like all around doesn't like? Because I I feel like I can skip that guy and the captain looks at you his smile kind of fading and turning into a confused or concerned look and he says i don't know how customs work on your planet but i believe we all get along quite well okay cool Did you call it just- there's myself the captain mhm you've met angeline the pilot yeah there's our head of defense our medic yeah and our mechanic okay that's what? Lot- is like, none of them... Just, like, kind of has that jerk slant.
0: And then, like,
1: Falco. Again, your metaphors are lost on me. Oh, I'm gosh. sorry, we didn't spend much time on your planet. We simply did our inspection and we're on our way. I don't know if there's another, like, pop culture reference, but... You know, we'll just leave it there. We'll just leave it there. Very well. You're free to move about the ship as you like. If you come to any closed off areas, please knock first. Have respect for our living space as we would for yours. And Mm -hmm. by all means, you're our guest. So if you need anything, please don't hesitate to ask. Okay. I'll, I'll go check out the medical bed and familiarize myself with that person. All right. So you walk over to the what is usually the offshoot dining area and you see a large metal door with a sign that reads medical bay knock knock you hear the steel sound underneath your fist and you hear a voice from the opposite side da who is there it is i jonathan your new kind of temporary crewmate i am not familiar with jonathan did you, call it... you said you are new. Yes. And you haven't come for your health and safety check yet. And you can health and safe- safety check me. Please, please, come in. The door slides upward with a smooth swooshing sound and reveals what looks to be a small medical bay. Several beds lying off to one side of the wall opposite several monitors and medical equipment. A doctor station rests in the front corner using various medical tools, some familiar to you, some not. Hmm. And in the middle of all of this medical business is a woman. Ah. Or what you be- can believe to be a woman. You see a humanoid shape that resembles the void that faces the opposite side out the windscreen. The same... Th- Freckles of light that were distant stars from outside are dotted across the skin of this woman wearing a lab coat and professional medical gear, but for some reason, it seems as if her skin is moving. Ah. Wonderful. Greetings, Jonathan. I am Dr. Avandra Void. A pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you as well. I would offer you a hand, but I have just finished scrubbing up, so you will understand if I ask you to please just sit so we can begin the medical examination. Okay. Yeah, also, if if I, like, caught something, you might want to check around, like, the rest of the crew, because I've just been shaking hands all day today. I uh, uh, appreciate the note. Uh, very well, have a seat over there and we'll begin. Okay. As you sit down, the Dr. Avandra Void begins scribbling on a clipboard with her back turned to you. Ew, what's frightening. Basic medical procedures, do not worry. Some notes from previous experiments and exercises. We'll begin your chart fresh, so that way we can have a fresh start. How would you describe yourself as species? Uh, handsome. I'm a pretty boy. <laughs> Oh, all right, I'm not. I, I'm not familiar with that species. Um, we'll put humanoid. Yeah, that works. And we'll just we'll we'll put it in parenthesis on the side. <laughs> humanoid, pretty boy, handsome. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe an asterisk. <laughs> and how much of you would? you'd say is metal yeah. I, don't know. I, I enjoy the genre sometimes I don't believe you follow me um robotic limb enhancers huh that's what you call it no not I've had them swung at me but none in me what well, well that's happened once as well but none that originated from me are, are in there so cybernetic and replacements then no just so I've, I've been stabbed why not Ooh, is that an option here can i be the biotic man <laughs> oh friend jonathan we might have some fun here Rocket fest. you see i am not only the ship's medic i am also the ship's mechanic mm. they called me the medcanic it's kind of a fun bit hey who's in the garage then she gestures with her gloved hand, and you realize that what you thought were medical tools are actually buzzsaws and robotic equipment. Uh-huh. Robotic limbs line the upper parts of the wall. Okay. I am good doctor, but I am better mechanic. All right. You fix both fix things in both ways. If your arm is hurt, we'll replace the arm. Ah. I'd would, I would, much like to keep my limbs. How would you feel about a cybernetic eye, then?
0: Uh, nah,
1: nah. Although, you were excited two seconds ago. I <laughs> gave it to you in a reality, and suddenly you're disinterested. Did you call it freaking... As this... she says this, you see flare-ups of the star-like freckles on her f- arms and face. Yeah. That's cool. Did you call it... So, how much would rocket fist hurt? To receive... Yes. ...or to shoot. Ooh! Or to be hit by. You know what? All three. <laughs> 25, 5, 30. Hmm. I believe I answered that in the correct order. Okay. So... Mm-hmm. Can't... Okay. So, did you call it, like, are you sawing, sawing off or we you going under, like, anesthetics? Jonathan, roll me a 15 or higher. Oh, gosh. I don't want to lose my hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 19. You hear a laser swoosh sound come down as suddenly you feel a burning sensation on your right wrist. And then an immense pain, you hear a thud as your hand falls to the floor. Ah. Now, now quickly, hold on to this. And you're given a small capsule that's silver and looks to be about the size of a roll of quarters. Okay. And place it over the wound. Let's do that <laughs> as you make contact the capsule suddenly turns into a gel consuming your arm and growing a new fist The fingers sprout from the hand silver first, but then a Light begins to beep on your bicep showing that it is now calibrating with your skin tone The metallic gel shifts through several skin tone colors purple green black white and then settling on one that matches you the gel then moves downward and stops at your wrist it looks as if your hand had never left at all Nah. your old hand still resting on the floor okay i feel like there should be some more paperwork for that but yeah cool <laughs> i'll build you all right you know, have have robotic hand. Your hand break, you bring it to me, we fix it. Okay. So, Rocket Fist. I believe your culture calls it a thumbs up. Uh, darn it. Oh, well. I'm telling you to give a thumbs up. Do not <laughs> give me the thumbs up. <laughs> okay. The doctor points to the wall opposite the door. Ooh. Okay, let's try this. <laughs> ah. You give a thumbs up and suddenly your fist discharges flying forward, jet propelled, slamming into the wall, leaving a dent. Okay, I like this. <laughs> How do I call it back? <laughs> this part is upgrade. Mm. <laughs> Gosh started. Do I have to catch it? <laughs> I would pick it up. Okay. Alright. That that works. That's fine enough. <laughs> I, I enjoy this. All no, right. seriously. You've got two hands on the floor. I, pick them up. I. <laughs> I this is a medical you. facility. It's meant to be clean. I, I understand. I can get my hands. <laughs> gosh, I'll pick up my hands. <laughs> Alright, you pick up both hands. The... Robot one immediately clinging back to your wrist. The old one, growing limp and cold. Yeah. he have, like, someone just friggin' tossed this? Or... Oh, no. Please, put it in this jar. Okay. Uh, the doctor holds a jar in front of you with an open lid and an unidentifiable, what you can only describe as arctic blue liquid inside. Okay. Interesting. Hopefully that doesn't smell. Please, just place your hand in there. We'll seal it up. We'll keep it there until you're ready to leave. You can take it home with you. Nice souvenir. Okay. Uh, I'll put it in the jar. Put it in the jar. Jar sealed up. Excellent. I will keep this with me, and you may pick it up after the mission. You are helping with the mission, yes? Indeed. Oh, good. Then I didn't just waste a robotic hand again. Again, more paperwork. (laughs) Well, as I look at the clock, we have... Time to spare. How would you feel about robotic legs? Ah, that's that's a bit too much. What if they were spider-like legs? Uh, Ah, I'm not a fan of Darth Maul. Then I think I have no business with you here. Okay. A pleasure to meet you, Jonathan. Enjoy your new hunt. I oh, thank you. The doctor extends her gloved hand to shake your metal one. Alright, let shake. Wonderful. Remember, you cannot call it back.
0: Alright.
1: She <laughs> have it. Is the old one reattachable? No one's ever asked. Maybe. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, we'll worry about this after the mission. Okay. You have a rocket hand now. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. Okay, people so... People are more excited about rocket hands. Yeah, I'm excited about rocket hands, and it's a cool thing! I offered you a cybernetic eye, you wouldn't take it. I don't know, I, I, I kind of like my eyes. I, 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 just, I like the rocket fist. No, you would no. have a zoom feature, it's cool! Why does no one ever take that cybernetic eye? Uh, okay. I'm sorry that this personal problem of mine, you shouldn't have to deal with that. We all have our baggage to bear, even in space. Indeed. The doctor begins to walk you out the door. Okay, do you know who's in the garage? If you're implying there's another mechanic other than myself, you were not listening to your introduction. Ah, sorry. I should call it the... The captain sounded like he was describing two more members, but okay. Well, let's see. You met the captain? Yeah. Have you met the pilot? The pilot, uh... Angeline, sweet little girl.
0: Okay, yeah, I'm an Angeline. Mm-hmm.
1: Have you met Cardon? Uh, is that is that the frog man? Oh, no, that would be Rowlock Fowl. Okay, yeah. So, I, I don't believe I've, I've met that guy. Ah, Cardon. He typically will be working on the shuttle, the small ship on the front. Okay. And by all means, go and look, and perhaps you can find him. If not, maybe the captain will know of his whereabouts. All right. Let's, let's do that, then. Alrighty, you exit the medical bay, the door closes behind you, and you are hit with the realization you had no medical inspection. Gosh darn it. Hey, was hey, is, is the medical inspe- inspection important? The captain looks at you confused. What medical inspection? Ah. Ah, uh, what'd you call it? Okay.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're in there a while. Are you okay, son? Yeah. Just don't ask me to give a thumbs up. Oh, I see what happened. The good doctor did her work again, huh? Yeah. So inspections, those aren't a thing. For normal crew members? Yes, of course, but... You're, as I said, our guest. Okay. What did you call it, friggin', I feel like... So do you just have the robotic fist? <laughs> what did you call or did it? we go full upgrade? You were in there for quite some time. I, I just have the robotic fist, okay? <laughs> oh, okay. Should <laughs> call Our doctor's very passionate about her work, but she's... In terms of her two trades, she prefers one far more than the other. Like, I feel like I really should get a med medical checkup. You can speak to the doctor again.
0: Okay.
1: Though we will have to put it on your bill after we drop you off. Come She's on. He's a certified doctor. Come on, man. I I got a rocket fist. I already gotta pay for that. No oh, she... no, the rocket fist is free of charge. Really? Okay. The doctor has her hobby. She gets excited when she has somebody else to attach weird metal things to. Alright, so how much is a medical jacket? Well, four hundred credits. Four hundred credits. Do you have like a, like a, gosh darn, a converter for that? Like... From credits? Yeah, from credits. What else would you use? You know, We don't have diversified currency? This is space. Yeah, but, you know, like I don't know. We could be on a different universal government. It's space. Okay, <laughs> I guess. Do you call it? I'll just have to figure out how many credits I have, and then we'll return to this conversation later. I'm going to check out. Do you call it the guy working on the shuttle? <laughs> ah yes, Cardon. I'm sure he'd be happy to meet you. Weird little planet he must have come from. And Cardon captain, can give me some universal healthcare. The captain walks off. All right. Back to Gordon. Gordon? Gordon. Cardon. Cardon. Yeah, you haven't met him yet. Okay. We're we're walking towards him. (laughs) All right, so you walk toward the small shuttle ship that is annexed just off the opposite side of the pilot's bay. And you see a man with a hawk head. Huh. he sits in a chair and stares at a series of monitors that are lined against the wall in front of him huh. how many channels do you get on those uh, oh i'm i'm sorry what was what was that so on, like, do you like do do you get any t- television oh no that would involve me changing from my post who are you exactly did you call it Unofficial team member, I guess. Do you call it? They said I'm, I'm a guest and not a crewmate. Mm. Oh, a stowaway. Okay, okay. Do you call it? Like, I feel like there, there's some big, deep baggage behind the word stowaway. (laughs) Captain Redcrest likes to be polite to all of our stowaways that wander onto the ship. You must have come from the previous planet, right? I don't like being called the stowaway, but sure, yeah. I mean, of course, you're our guest; we'll be hospitable. But you did wander onto a mysterious ship. She so no like, oh, purpose. Like, I I could have just like been walking somewhere and then been like, "Oh shoot, I'm on a ship." That makes you no less a stowaway. We're getting off task. My name's Cardon Switchman. A pleasure. Uh, nice, he extends nice. a feathery hand towards you. Hmm. Do you call it? Do you, do you ever think it's weird that? Do you call it friggin' The other guy's name Fowl, and you're not. I'm getting off topic. Okay, nice, nice to meet you as well. If you're referring to Rowlock, that's a very common name for his species. Like Fowl? Really? Quite. I always. Hmm. I guess you shouldn't make assumptions. But. Have you been off planet before? Did you call it? Apparently not. <laughs> it 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 shows. Um. Anyway, I'm in charge of defense for the uh, Starship McWender Kings. Yeah. Though I'm more of a diplomat than I am a fighter. What did you call it? That's that's fair. So did you call it? Like, what are all these monitors for? Oh, different sonars for the directions of the ships. Let me know if we have any oncoming debris or any travelers that need some sort of interaction, be it hostile or pleasant. And I'm in charge of assuring that the course that our pilot Angeline is flying is able to stay as clear as possible. Okay. So did you call it, you're you're the guy who goes, like, asteroid field. We need to do evasive maneuvers and stuff like that. If the situation called for it and the asteroids couldn't be reasoned with, yes, I suppose that would be the case. Ooh, that's interesting. Did you call it we we can reason with asteroids? Well, I'd like to think we could reason with most things. I find most problems can be solved non-violently and without taking much action, so I would like to try to talk and reason with things before I make the assumption that they're a threat to me. Ah. Like, so, how many spe- species are... In, well, I guess that's a large number, even if I, I did ask. But, like, are all things capable of, of talking? I... Are you asking me if everything can talk? Yes. Well, no, of course not. Your watch can't talk. Your shoes, the captain's jacket, this screen. But, Mananimate asteroids. objects exist. I, what kind of planet did you come from? I'm asking about the asteroids. Like, how can we reason with them? It was a hypothetical situation i assure you yeah it's just like if we run into talking asteroids though i'll be sure to let you know you call it like i don't know i just always thought of re- reasoning as just like you, you have discussion I'm just like oh that's cool if you can have discussion asteroids and make a move that's cool but it's just like reasoning I, I feel like i mean we have the comm system i always send out a message before we run our course into something okay fair enough you can play with it once if you'd like i how old are you in your species <laughs> <What> you <got? laughs> i ask questions maybe you're the reggie <laughs> i'm sorry i don't follow that <laughs> reggie wouldn't <laughs> but so do you want to play with the space talking button or not I'm 24, gosh darn it. <laughs> In terms of. Did you call it? I'm an adult. <laughs> so that's a no to the button. Yes, that is a no to the button. Oh my gosh. Patronize me. <laughs> I mean, most people would be excited to talk to space,
0: but. <laughs>
1: I mean just like you can't just follow it up with that and just like yeah the achievement of sound in a vacuum is uh, you're an adult never mind <laughs> <laughs> clearly we've gotten off on the wrong foot and I feel it's better if we just leave this conversation where it is okay so do you call it what do you think I can add to this mission if anything well, it seems you've gotten a limit answer from Doc from the doctor. Isn't that noticeable? Well, we're all familiar with the doctor's work on the ship. Ah, so you just walk in and you're just like, nah, well, <laughs> You're 90, 95% robotic at this point. You hear a grumbling coming from the pilot station. Yes. And she still hasn't got anybody with the eye? Oh, she, she didn't give you the ro- cybernetic eye, did she? Oh, no. I, I, I luckily avoided that. Okay, she says there's a zoom feature, but I don't... I feel like it's just pulling the eye out. Yeah, that wouldn't be fun. I I do not trust that cybernetic eye, no. Uh, no, thankfully, none of us have needed eye replacements. hmm so. Though even the good captain replaced his legs after a dire mission. Oh, well. definitely needed. it But if he just walked in, I'd, I'd be concerned. <laughs> 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 poor, poor choice of words. I understand. Indeed. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Thinking about it, I suppose the best thing that you could do. Well, I suppose the captain would offer you to let you go on our next adventure for us. Yeah. Wait, for you? Like,
0: what's your home?
1: Well, typically we send a team of two. However, if we send somebody who doesn't have an assigned role on the ship, that means that the ship's assets could be fully utilized. You and one other crew member would go, and instead of limiting ourselves by two features of the ship, we'd only have to lose one. So mm. say you brought myself with you. The defense would be down, but everything else would be available to you.
0: Mm.
1: If you took Rowlock with you, then the ship's maintenance may go down. However, you would be able to have all other features. Mm. Though I suppose the captain could explain this better. Well, oh, jing How how much longer to the destination? I believe that'd be a question for our pilot. Ah, fair. jing it we showed call it with the captain, and then talked with the pilot. Very well. It's been interesting speaking with you, Jonathan. jing and it has been patronizing a little bit, but nice to meet you as well. All right, so you said you wanted to go talk to the captain? Ye. Yeah. All righty. The captain is sitting in his captain's chair. He's kind of taking in the void and emptiness of space in front of him. Hey, I think I found a Reggie. But. Oh, hello. Hello again. So <laughs> you call it? He stands up to greet you. So, I've, I've been told that perhaps we... Send me out with a crew member to go on the mission. Oh, that's a wonderful idea. Ooh. I bet old Switchbon came up with that one.
0: Yeah. Right, so, right, cool.
1: <laughs> you would be interested in traveling to the next planet for us. Of you course, think- we'd allow you to take one of our crew members with you, and we would assure that you would be able to survive in the atmospheric conditions of the planet before we even dreamed of sending you out.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: And of course we would let you use any of the features left in the starship McWonder Kings
0: mm.
1: however, whichever crew member you take that asset will no longer be available to you mm. so do you call it how how does the uh gosh darn the medical bay bay uh work when you're off ship well dr avandra would be able to send you any sort of medicines or healing salves that you would need any sort of robotic repairs or replacements hmm. those would be able to be sent down in a pod to you okay almost like a field medic ah gotcha however if she were to go with you she would be limited in the supplies she could carry of course hmm. i guess the real question is what do you have to offer Rocket fist. Hmm. Well, yes, you do have this rocket fist that she supplied. Is there anything else you have? Um, what did you call it? Does this hand do anything else than that? You didn't bring anything with you when you stowed away on a ship. Uh, I believe so. can I check my pockets and everything? You check your pockets and you find Truman's box cutter. Ah, yes. Stabby thing. Ah, you have some sort of cutting tool? Yes. Hmm. As you call it, boxes are very fa- fearsome on our planet. Ah, so it's a weapon. Yes. Well then, perhaps our defense would not be the best person to take with you. Friend, huh. From what I've seen of all the robotic enhancements, I... <laughs> <laughs> Did you call it me, may- yeah, yeah, Did you call it defense may may not be the- be the best option, so Cardon, you'll be staying on this mission, you hear a silent uh, i ca- i captain, kind of disappointed <laughs> that Cardon didn't get the chance to make a friend <laughs> and with your cybernetic enhancement, yeah. I don't know if Doctor Evandra could offer much good in that field. However, there still is the medical aspect. Yes. What do you call it? Angelina. She. I don't know how introduced you got with her. She's a geloid. She can, of course, shape and interesting. Be able to accommodate. Usually, she'll go into the field with me. Myself, of course. I'm more of the negotiator of the group however i'm more the interaction with locals and natives than i am any sort of resource to be utilized yeah. what exactly is the mission mission entail really well if the upcoming planet does show signs of planet rot then i will give you the capsule Mm -hmm. and you'll explore the planet find the source of the rot we have a sensor that Raulok Fowl will give you that detects planet rot you'll find the center of the rot itself place the capsule in and then take the shuttle back up to the ship easy as that planet saved okay that works out huh hmm yeah then what did you call it?
0: I I feel
1: satisfied with my knowledge on this mission. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. We look forward to seeing what great things you can do to save this upcoming planet. Did you call it? Angeline! Uh, y- y- yes, Captain. How close to the nearest planet? Um, T minus one minute. Ah. Well, it looks like we're ready to go. Hmm. So who would you like to take with you? Uh... Hmm. Jihon? I'd like to take you with me. Hmm. An interesting choice. Jihon? I'm- I'm more of a talker than I am... Rocket... Fist... Stabby... Person. Well, if you're a talker and I'm a talker, I think I would benefit you more up on the ship. However, if you really would like me to accompany you, i will be more than happy to double our resources. Yeah, what do you call it? I I still I still feel firm from this decision. Very well then. Cardon, please prepare the shuttle. The stowaway and I will be traveling to the planet in t- less than one minute. I still feel the stowaway has very hostile like connotation. What would you prefer to be called, Jonathan? <laughs> Cardon, prepare the shuttle. Our new member, Jonathan and i will be leaving in less than 1 minute see doesn't that sound nicer <laughs> i suppose it does <laughs> are you going to ask me if i'm going to if i want to use the space intercom too <laughs> oh did you did you not play with the space intercom no you can talk to anything <laughs> it's so fun Fair enough, I guess. That and the turbo button are my two favorite buttons on the ship. (laughs) You know, I might actually get along with you. Okay. (laughs) Gosh. Fantastic. So, off to the shuttle we go. You walk toward the shuttle. Captain Redcrest has taken off his... Jacket from the chair and placed it firmly back on his shoulders. He has at his side a laser pistol ready to go in case of emergency. Angeline. Are we approaching? Yes, Captain. It seems the atmosphere is hospitable.
0: Ooh. I like that of
1: oxygen, nitrogen... And carbon fill the air. Okay. Does that sound promising? Yes, I've seemed to breathe a lot of those. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Much better than the carbon dioxide planet we visited two back on. Huh? Oh. <laughs> I don't want to be on that one. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm humanoid as well. Ah, cool. Though yeah. just in case, I would like us to ha- still wear our helmets. Alright, that's fair. These readings can be kind of finicky. Sometimes there will be bubbles, or sometimes there will be an outer layer to the atmosphere. I don't want to risk your safety.
0: Hmm, that's fair.
1: Excellent. Cardon, is the shuttle ready? Cardon gives a nod and presses a button, saying into the void of space, You are now being landed by the SS McWonderkings. Do, do they respond to anything? There's no response. Ah. It doesn't seem that this planet has any sort of telecommunication system. Hmm. Hey, we'll ask them, ant, the asteroids next time. <laughs> oh, Cronon's terrible at metaphors. <laughs> I mean, they're asteroids. Of course they don't talk, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh on this ship right now <laughs> wonderful yes Grodon, please open the shuttle bay gates and we will begin our descent onto the planet as the shuttle gates open there's a steaming sound as the pressurized cabin releases the frogman hops towards you Rallok file hands you a device that's shaped like a horseshoe magnet okay what does this do? He explains that this is the planet rot detector. Okay, cool. And much like modern dowsing rods, as long as you hold your hand, limp, it will guide you in the direction of any planet rot.
0: Hmm.
1: Okay. So it just works like one of those child leashes. just... Had to like follow follow them to the toy store. Are we sure we want this? <laughs> of course. Captain, I don't mind another mission. Two in a row is okay. Good <laughs> gosh. I kid, I kid. I'm, I'm confident, sort of. I believe in our new crewmate. Yeah. Well, look, I assure you everything will be fine. Please step aside so that we may enter the shuttle and begin our descent. As always, Angeline, Harper, you're in charge. Yes, Captain, understood. Cardon, please stay on intercoms and be able to keep open lines of communication in case we need assistance. Understood, Captain. Jonathan, are you ready? Yeah. Captain Redcrest steps into the shuttle. Two seats available and very simple controls... A button that is red, a button that is green, a large button under glass, and the basic pilot handles.
0: Hmm.
1: Interesting. So which button should I not press? I promise I will drive. Okay. That's promising. (laughs) What would you like to do? Let the captain drive. (laughs) Okay, the captain stays firmly sat in the driver's seat <laughs> okay let's let's hit this planet all right you step into the shuttle the door closing down behind you as you feel the pressurizing begin within the small cabin Ooh. now jonathan in case of emergency i'd like to teach you how to operate this shuttle okay Green button means go, red button means stop. Don't touch the one under glass. All right. You know how to steer a plane? I can try. Excellent. Same thing. (laughs) Good gosh. At this point, you're led to believe that uh, Captain Redcrest is kind of tired of giving these instructions to whoever's visiting. That's fair. (laughs) That's absolutely fair. So, as you call it. Any place we should hit first when we when we land. Well, let's take a look at the rot detector. What does it say? Okay. What does the rot, rot detector say? The rot detector has a series of flashing lights. Let's roll a ten or higher to see if you understand them. Okay. I saw a Morse quote on the back of a walkie talking once. Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, It clearly indicates that you should head what you believe is northwest. Ah. Northwest, Captain. Excellent. Would you care to do the honors? Sure. Green means go. Alright. Pressing that green. You hit the button and the shuttle jettisons off of the starship McWonder Kings. Flying toward what you now see coming from the horizon... A large orange planet. As you get closer, you see dense trees with orange leaves making up the outer view of the planet itself. As you're approaching speed, the trees seem to be getting larger and closer as you realize that this is a giant forest with trees probably reaching hundreds of feet high.
0: Hmm.
1: This forest is... So dense that it looks as if there's no place to enter. However, with the captain's trained eye, he sees a small entrance in which you may slip it through the canopy and onto the planet's surface. You land without issue. and The door once again opens, and a small trail of steps falls from behind. Okay. Would you care to step foot on the planet first? Yeah, sure. As you recall, I should show some bravery here. Excellent. Is this your first time stepping on a separate planet? Most likely. Do you have any exciting words you'd like to say? I feel feel like it's not my place to sit. say
0: it. What do you call
1: it? Like for, for, like You don't come over to your friend's house and go, like, hey... What do you call it? This is one step for man. I love it. One step for man oh, and it pushes you out <laughs> onto the steps. <laughs>